Hey new mama, I remember being in your shoes and feeling so overwhelmed. I was battling mom guilt, trying to do it all, struggling to transition into working mom life, and just wished there was a place to go that would provide me clear guidance with simple, quick, easy solutions for the problems I was facing. Hey, I'm Lauren Francois and I created it for you. Welcome to the Mom Hacks Podcast, where in each episode I will provide you with a simple tactical hack in self-care, health, and wellness, mom life solutions solutions to simplify motherhood and even productivity, goal setting, and habit creation to make your transition back into the workspace that much smoother. Welcome to the show, Naptime Warrior. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hey mamas, welcome back to the show. This episode is a first. It's the first time I've actually interviewed someone on the show. So for a while now, I've been thinking that I wanted to do a series for twin moms because I know twin mom life comes with a unique set of challenges. So I actually reached out to my friend Darcy Krinsky. She is a twin mom of two beautiful little boys who are currently 22 months old and I asked her if she would come on the show and talk to us about all things twin mom life. So this episode is actually the first of three episodes We are breaking twin mom life down into twin mom pregnancy, twin mom newborn life, and twin mom toddlerhood. Now, Darcy and I actually met a few years ago when we both joined the same network marketing company and we just connected right away. She is a full-time working mom of twins who understands the challenges of balancing professional dreams with the ever-changing chapters of motherhood. She's been in corporate America for the last 17 years, has climbed the corporate ladder, and she actually is also the proud owner of Higher Ground Fitness, which is a Legree fitness studio in the Boston area. So if you're in that area and you're listening, you should definitely go check out her classes. I'll provide links to all of her social media and her website in the show notes. But what I love about Darcy is she chooses to live life with passion and she believes that the long lasting memories for a family are centered around laughter. And you're going to see that in these episodes. Even if you're not a twin mom, you guys, Darcy's tips and tales of motherhood will definitely make you smile, feel a bit lighter, and she's going to make you realize that you can do this too. So let's dive right in to the first episode in this series, Twin Mom Pregnancy. Okay, you guys, I am so excited to have my friend Darcy on the show today because I know quite a few twin moms and I know that twin mom pregnancy and twin mom motherhood comes with its own set of challenges. I obviously don't have experience with it, so I thought why not bring Darcy on to talk about the unique things that come with twin motherhood. And we're going to start off with twin pregnancy. And she has five twin pregnancy myth busters that I know she's going to dive into. So Darcy, I'm so excited to have you here. I'm going to hand it over to you and you can share these five myth busters with us. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. So 
twin pregnancy uh, definitely has its own kind of challenges and excitements and thrills with it. But I think one of the biggest things that I wish I had when I was first pregnant was, was these myth busters, were the things that were really true coming from a twin mom's perspective. And a lot of what I found was a lot of the parenting magazines and just a little bit generic answers to some of these questions. And my first myth busted is, do I need to register for double of everything? A hundred percent no. I have a garage full of extra others, of extra bouncy swings, of extra, extra everything. If you had looked at my registry, it was two of every single thing all the way down to the bottom. And what I quickly learned is in the newborn stages, they never want to or are doing the same thing at the same time. So one is sleeping, one is up, one is eating, one is sleeping. Everything is different. So I literally don't think once we use two things at the same time. So save yourself money, get hand-me-downs. Kids at that age are never going to know what they're sitting in anyway. And make your registry a little bit more fun with some things that you as mom might actually want that will help you during this phase rather than spending time registering for two of everything. So definitely miss busted. You don't need not need that. Second thing is that you will be twice as large during your pregnancy. Absolutely not true. And I think one of the things that you probably should realize, or maybe other people should even realize with twin pregnancies, if you say to somebody like, wow, you are really big, who is that going to make feel good anyway? But then on the contrary to say like, wow, you're having twins, you're really small. That might not be equally as good because you have no idea what that twin mom is going through. And personally in my situation, and I can talk about that in a little bit, is I had a really small pregnancy and it wasn't a great thing for me because it meant one or both of someone's babies in them is a little bit smaller than maybe the average percentage they should be. And you have to imagine that that during a twin pregnancy has its own challenges. So never have that stigma of I should be this size or I shouldn't be that size and never let other people, whether twin moms or non-twin moms, tell you what you should look like because everybody's on their own individual journey with this. And, you know, you could really be making for a challenging emotion with someone. Third, and this is a funny one, particularly with me, is HCC levels. Everybody worries so much about them at the beginning of pregnancy. What is my level and what does this mean? And, you know, I have so many friends that are pregnant now and they're like, you know, I think it could be twins because my levels are really high. If you guys look at levels, which, you know, I'm sure most pregnant moms do right away, they range from hundreds to thousands of numbers. So having high numbers definitely does not mean you're twins. And in my situation, I had relatively low numbers. And at the time, it did scare me because I had had a miscarriage previously. And so, you know, my first thought when you hear low numbers is, you know, this is not good news. And so I remember my husband didn't go to the doctor's appointment with me at the time. He had work. And I went in with the mindset, you know, probably what I should not have had as a negative mindset was, you know, I, I don't think this is going to be a viable pregnancy. And I had my ultrasound. It was pretty early on. And the doctor said, you know, there, there's the egg. You know, it's good. And I was like, oh, all right, we're, we're good. And then she kind of moved over a little bit more and she saw another one. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, it was twins. And I'm there by myself and I have a zillion emotions and in my head. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I came in thinking like that I wasn't going to be pregnant. And I was like, didn't really want to call my husband because I didn't know what his reaction was going to be. And, you know, he had the same thoughts of, oh gosh, I hope she's not calling me and telling me that, you know, 
that it's, it's not good. He called and he's like, how's it, how's it going? I said, no, it's good. He's like, what do you mean it's good? You're like so quiet. I'm like, no, 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 it's good. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll talk to you when I get home. And he's like, Darcy, you're never this quiet. Like, what is going on? I was like, um, there's two. He's like, there's two of what? I'm like, there's, there's two babies. And it was like silence. So I probably should add in like an asterisk of another mythbuster. It's okay if your significant other is not as excited about you with this news because I have not met one twin mom friend who's like, oh, when I told my husband it was twins, he was just envisioning blue and pink bows all over the house. It's okay that you might be a little bit more excited or a little on edge of how to tell your significant other that it's twins because it is a lot. Like you go into finding out your first doctor's appointment, like, what's going on? I hope the baby's safe to leaving being like, oh my gosh, we're going to be twin parents. So a little two myths in on that one. All right. The fourth myth is, do I have to have a C-section? A hundred percent no. I went in with my plan of I preferred to have vaginally, and I actually was able to end up having that. Even though I had a very rocky roller coaster of a pregnancy, I was still able to deliver vaginally. And there is no 100% yes or right answer. There are some doctors and some hospitals based off of insurance policies that do require you to have C-sections. So if you have a game plan in your head of what you would like to do and you know that delivering vaginally is the way you want to go for you, just do yourself due diligence and talk to your doctor and do some research before about where you are delivering and what their preferred practices are because it is such a personal decision, you guys, of what you want to do. And you just want to make sure that, you know, medical reasons aside, certainly sometimes you have to have a C-section. But just know all your answers and know that automatically just because you're having twins does not mean you have to have a C-section. And then fifth myth here is twin pregnancies have usually more multiple, sometimes weekly ultrasounds. And a big thing here, which was probably the most emotional, real, raw part of my pregnancy, was that I thought I had more information because I was seen by so many doctors so many times and had so many ultrasounds. And one of my sons during pregnancy, probably after week 18, started registering zero on the percentile scale. And anything under 10% is considered an IUGR pregnancy, interuteral growth restriction. And when that happens, there are three phases of IUGR. One, that baby is just not getting enough nutrients. So that's usually why they tend to be smaller. Phase two is your body stops giving them nutrients. Phase three is you actually start to kind of steal nutrients back from them and your baby can start to get smaller in utero. So because I was always registering under 0%, it became a very challenging pregnancy, week probably 18 until I delivered, because it's a bit unknown. And the only way to know which direction it's heading is if it moves into phase two or phase three. Now, normally in a pregnancy, if it moves to phase two or phase three, not ideal, but you have a premature baby. Now what happens when you have another baby in utero with you? You have to make difficult decisions. So during my pregnancy, I was faced with all of these emotions of what's really going on. You know, they wanted me to have an amnio to figure out what was going on. I had a wonderful genetic specialist who actually guided me away from having the amnio. Because what they said to me is, okay, we're 24 weeks right now. When you do an amnio, a lot of times you don't even get these results back for eight weeks. If we wait eight weeks to get the results, we find them, most likely your babies are already here. 
And at that time, you're getting answers that you already know. And then you don't have the ability to make the decision at that point. And actually, when you have an amnio with a twin pregnancy, the likelihood doubles of having a premature pregnancy because of that amnio. So she guided me not to have it. Now, net net of all of this is going into, I was able to make it to about 33 weeks and I ended up developing preeclampsia, which is very common in twin pregnancies and ended up delivering my babies early. Prior to that though, they had told me that Zach, who was baby A, was at most two pounds and was going to have a lot of just challenges because of that. When I delivered the babies, Zach was the first baby to come out and he weighed 4.8 ounces. No one ever brought up IUGR to me again. I asked the doctors, no one said a thing. So it just goes to show you, and it, I riddled myself with worry, and every mom, twin mom blog that I went on, there were all of these questions, some maybe more severe, some less severe, all equally as important to the mom in that moment though. All of these women were just you know, having tough times that I came from this appointment and they told me this. No matter how many ultrasounds I had, they couldn't give me the answers. So I, was, I kept waiting and waiting to go on Monday to find out what I didn't know on Friday. And then on Wednesday, what I didn't know Monday. And I never got the answers. And if I look back on my pregnancy, I almost wish sometimes that I didn't have all of these ultrasounds to fill myself with all of this information that ended up not being true. So the point of this is certainly, yes, can medical challenges happen in all of our pregnancies? Yes. But try to give yourself a little bit of breathing room that even with all the modern medicine we have, not every doctor knows every answer here. So if you find out something that is a little bit of a question mark or unknown, try to use the power of positive thinking because I did that every second after I found out that news and just sent all the positive energy I could to Zach and he turned out fine. And no one has ever used the word IGR again. So just know that twin pregnancies certainly are challenging, but mind over matter always helps the situation. Oh my gosh. I love those. So I had to chuckle about the, you don't need to register for double of everything because I've never even thought about that. <laughs> I would have totally <laughs> thought like, yeah, you need two of everything. So that was such a good tip. And then when you were telling your story about how your husband reacted, I mean, I always joke with my husband. I'm like, I don't even know what I would do if I got pregnant with twins, especially at this point with two kids already. My luck, I would get pregnant with twins. I would just say goodbye to everybody I know for a year and I'd be like, just make sure I'm okay, but don't expect anything from me. So that is so awesome that he was just silent, probably just stunned. He was, he was completely stunned. And it was like, you know, after the initial shock wore off for me, I was so happy because I'm actually, uh, we have a blended family, so I'm a stepmom as well. So, you know, add that on to the mix is, you know, my husband has already done the baby, the, you know, the infant, the newborn, the toddler stage. And now, you know, he, we had kind of agreed, okay, we'll probably have one more baby. Now add on two. I mean, for me, I was like, oh, I just struck gold. Like I hit the lottery with this. I have my two babies and one. And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to take him a day to come around. Like, We'll go out this weekend, we'll celebrate. It was like a good two weeks that we kind of like grazed past each other in the house of like, who's gonna bring this up first? And then also with that, I think I was like had in my head too, and this is more for every mom of like, okay, well the babies are gonna get here and he's instantly gonna be as excited about this as me and he's gonna step into this. Like 
it took them a little while then, too, to kind of jump on board as a parent, not let alone a twin parent. So, uh, you know, cut the significant others in your life a little slack when it comes to this. <laughs> That's so awesome. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I have two questions that I thought of while you were doing your Mythbusters. Number one, what were your top items that you would recommend for other twin moms? So the two or three most important things that you felt like you needed right when they arrived. So hand down number one is the table for two, it's called. So they have the double boppy if you are breastfeeding. And I can, you know, talk about that in a little bit. But even if you do start to move to the bottle phase, basically the table for two, what it is, is it's a ergonomically correct for mom seat for both babies that are kind of like a sling that both babies will sit in with an armrest for you to be able to lean your elbows down and put two bottles in the baby's mouth at the same time. And then right beside their um, little bodies is a cup holder for you to put them in. When I say like number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, top thing you should get, they are a little bit pricier. So if someone's looking for like a registry present, it's a good gift to go in on with like two or three people. I want to say they are around like $2.99. I had my boys' names embroidered on them, and then you can actually pick the material of the seat cushioning. So I did like a really cute spear sucker blue to go with their room. But it's the tableforto.com is, I believe, the website for them. But best, best registry present or registry thing to get. And then I would say the Baby Bajorn Pull Up to Your Bed Twin Bassinet was unbelievable. It basically has a mesh liner in between the two babies so that they can see each other. And it's supposed to emulate a little bit of them in the womb together, but it's up high enough and but can adjust for any bed height to be able to slide right over to your bed with an adjustable side. So it's a, one of the top picks I know for single babies, but it's one of the few brands that offer it in the twin option as well. Awesome. Um, well, I will provide links to both of those items in the show notes. So if any of you twin mamas who are pregnant <laughs> want to grab either of those, all you have to do is scroll down to the show notes and the links will be there. And then my last question for you is, how did you prepare your home for two babies? Did you prepare things ahead of time? What did you do to get ready? So that's funny because we moved the day I gave birth which was amazing. My husband made it two minutes before delivery. And I actually still have the text with him. So I was induced on a Friday and they told me that it was going to be, you know, 18 to 36 hours. So I was like, go home, pack up as much as you possibly can. Like come back Saturday. I was like, I can make it through the night. So the doctor, he was home. Doctors came in Saturday morning. They said, you know, how's everything going? They checked me. And first thing out of his mouth was don't push. Like you're ready to go. Where's your husband? I was like, he's 45 minutes away. Like we live outside of Austin. So I call him and he's like, Hey, hold on. Um, the cable guy's here. I was like, no, get here. Like now. So he races in and I'm texting him, like literally trying not to push texting him. And I'm like, hurry up. Where are you? I don't know why I thought this was funny at the time, but my response was like the crying emoji with like the laughing tears. He replies back. And I was like, you have to get in scrubs. He replies, what color scrubs are they? I want them to match with my sneakers just a little. I was like, now I know he was kidding, but come on. I mean, I'm telling him they're telling me not to push and he thinks that that's an appropriate, funny response. But anyway, 
So we did not get, unfortunately, the opportunity to prepare for our house because when we came home, we were in a new house. But honestly, I would say it was better because similar to my answer of registering double for everything, you know, you can take all the advice you want, but any mom doesn't know what she doesn't know until she knows it. So I think I would have done myself a disservice setting it up in a, a certain way because I ended up having the babies in two like separate little areas when they weren't right beside my bed because they woke each other up constantly. And before I would have set up a beautiful side-by-side crib in a beautifully done nursery that we wouldn't have used. So I didn't do too much right away. And I think it worked out the best, at least between. Oh my gosh, that is awesome. That story about the scrubs. He probably was just trying to keep it lighthearted and you're like, this is not funny. Like, this is not (laughs) funny. Uh, Well, thank you so, so much. This was awesome. I know this is going to be such useful information for women out there experiencing twin pregnancy the first time and just an amazing resource to help them understand what to expect. So I appreciate it. And you guys, we're going to do two more episodes on twin pregnancy. So Darcy is going to break down twin motherhood of newborns. (laughs) And then we're going to do a fun episode on twin toddlerhood and how that compares to toddlerhood of just one child. So stay tuned for those episodes. Okay, mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple. I didn't know how to do it either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast in, find my show, scroll to the bottom, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I love you so much for taking the time to do this, and each week I'll be sharing a review of the week because I want to shout you guys out. In all honesty, the reviews are what help this podcast get into the hands of other new mamas. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.